This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now that was another terrific baseball game. The number for the A's Clubhouse Show is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. It started out a little bit shaky, Ken Korak, but in the end, Boston's not scoring, and the A's pitching tonight was fabulous. And James Caprillion, and what a story, as you know, Chris, and you've talked about it, and we've detailed it all that he went through, missing two years after Tommy John, and, you know, dealing with the shoulder issues uh, after that in 18 and 19, and then, you know, losing his mom after her long battle with breast cancer, and, you know, the perseverance and, and you know, the entourage and the crowd tonight, they were as entertaining, I think, as the game, <laughs> uh, Chris. And, and just a wacky game. I mean, there's so many things. You know, you could spend the next two hours just going through uh, all the stuff that happened, and it'd be a real interesting postmortem, I think. Well, I, I got to tell you, that's one, that's one of the things I really missed last year with not having fans in the stands. One of my favorite things every single year is to watch guys make their debut and to see a dad, a mom, a wife, a girlfriend, a brother, a sister celebrating because everybody plays this part of getting this guy to the big leagues. It was mom taking it to and from practice, dad, your coach, you know. I mean, it's just to see families celebrate when a guy, I, you know, I, I meant like watching his dad, Doug, tonight, that's just classic, and we didn't have that last year. You're right, and it's such a, an important element of the emotion of the game and the drama and the sidebar stories of the game, and we owe so much to our parents. And, you know, Chris, my dad, who's 102, listens to our games, you know? I mean, it means so much to, to me and, and so much to him as well. But you think of what James went through, uh, you know, the double walk single, the first three batters he faces in his first start. And even though he walked Vasquez to, to uh, give the Red Sox their first run tonight, Chris, he limited that first inning. It could have been a disaster, and they scored just one. And then even more impressive to me was after his throwing error when the A's would have had a double play, I think, on Verdugo's comeback in the fifth inning. He throws the ball into center field. You know, the A's have the lead at that point, and now the Red Sox have two on and nobody out, and they would have had, you know, two out and nobody on if, if uh, James makes the throw to Elvis on the bag at second. And he gets through that and doesn't give up any runs. So... He was able to keep his composure and keep his cool in tight situations at a ballpark, which may be the toughest place to pitch in the American League right now. And why is it, and I'm sure it happens to all the other teams that go into Fenway Park, there's just wild things that go on, plays, bounces, 
I, I'm, you know, Fenway well, is so quirky in some ways. It just makes for really entertaining baseball. I think that's it. It's quirky. There are all the angles and the weird nuances in the outfield. You don't know where the ball is going to pounce to, and then you don't have a lot of foul territory. So a lot of foul balls that are, that are caught other places, especially here at the Coliseum, are you know back in the stands there. And then uh, the fans are right on top of the action. I think there's more intensity there, uh, Chris. So I think it's the, the most dramatic stage. I think you have more drama. It's the most dramatic stage in the American League. Well, they would get their run in the first inning, and that was it. Let's go to the second inning, and how about Big Murph? Yeah, that could be a scary deal, right? I mean, collapsed lungs. Yeah. It's nothing to take lightly. Here's the pitch to him, and the one-two to Murph is driven out to left center field, up the alley, log runner. Nobody's going to get it. It goes to the wall. Piscotti's around second, going to third. They're going to wave him. He's rounding third, and there'll be no throw by Bogarts. It's a double to left center by Murphy, and the A's in the top of the second have tied it up. A's one and the Red Sox one. And, you know, that just shows the strength, the power of Sean Murphy. Out on the front foot, got a change up. Just upper body. I mean, he's down to one knee like Adrian Beltre all the way to the left center. And this time the A's get a, a good bounce, plus with two outs. Piscotti on the move. And Sean Murphy, a little bit late on a fastball, gets a change up. And what a great swing he just put on that change up with two outs. And then in the fifth inning, and, and I love when he does this. Don't, don't you love when Mitch Moreland beats the shift and goes the other way? This one's was completely down the line for a base hit. Yeah, there was, and he, I thought he was going to get a double on it, but, he, you know, he settles for the single. The other thing, just briefly, Chris, back to the second inning, with Chapman and, and trying to stretch the double into a triple, that was a phenomenal play by Hunter Renfro. Yes. You know, to get over there and back up, Verdugo's down on the warning track, the ball's hit the center field, he backs up to play and then fires a laser on a hop to third base, and that might have been a big inning for the A's there, but uh, Matt's out of third base. So then in the fifth inning, Jed Lowry would bring Mitch Moreland home with an RBI ground out to short. And th but then Elvis would play some games with Rodriguez, and this happens. Two and one. We now we get a balk. <laughs> and it was because Elvis baited him. Well, and, and you know, Rodriguez has been pitching out of the windup with the runner at third base. A's take a three to one lead. And, How do you like that? And, and you're exactly right. He went down the line, and if a guy's out of the stretch, that's not a problem. That's probably why Vasquez tried to pick him off. You know, a good night for Elvis. You know, a couple more hits. Mm -hmm. uh, he's smiling. He looks like he's having fun and uh, starting to get out of, out of the slump. And he is a great base runner, Chris, one of the best in baseball, over 300 lifetime saves. But he hasn't hit it all, so he hasn't been on base. So you can't create havoc. But now he has six hits in his last five games, Chris, and we're seeing what he can do when he gets on base. So that is a, a huge development. It's not just getting the hits, but what he can do for the ball club when he gets on base. And then a little insurance for Matt Olson in the sixth. And here's the first pitch to Matt Olson, driven to right <laughs> field, and that's going to be headed for downtown Boston and gone. And the A's take a 4-1 to one lead. Swung on, gone, and deep in the lower deck. And Olsen's eighth home run. And the A's have a 4-1 advantage over the Red Sox. Top of the sixth inning. And when they show this replay, just watch Rodriguez. You don't have to see the flight of the baseball or anything. All you have to do is watch Rodriguez 
He says it all in his look after he gave up Ole's tremendous blast. Wow. Well, there you have it. That's it. Can yeah. four to one. They've right. won the series, and you know you could possibly do something that is very rare: sweep the Red Sox at Fenway Park. Yeah, and remember the 4-3-2 play, by the way, just a footnote to your summary, Chris, in the eighth inning. And that was big on Vasquez's ball, and they get the play at the plate to complete a 4-3-2 double play on Bogart. So a lot of things went on in the game tonight, Chris, and most of them went uh, the way of the A's. So you're right, and a chance to sweep the Red Sox. When you, and, you know, Chris, you think that since the beginning of the 15th season entering this series, the A's had gone 3-12 and 12 in the previous 15 games against the Red Sox at Fenway. So uh, they've made a pretty good statement in these first two games out there. And, and one more thing. You know, we don't talk about this enough. We know what a great glove Olsen has. We know the power that he has. And obviously the average is better this year. But his throwing ability, he's one of the best in the business. He is, and the awareness, too, and, you know, that's a huge play in the game because it's only a three-run game there in the eighth, and Trevino's a little bit wobbly, so he does it all. The other thing, he's really good in, in foul territory on the pop-ups, and he takes advantage of the ample foul room at the call. I mean, he's, he's really a complete player for sure. You have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Let's talk about this game. You know, it had a lot, it had some weird plays, but look how this battle team, you know, you go into Fenway Park and you're now looking for a sweep. That is big league. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. So here's the 0-1 pitch on the way, and that's swung on and a line drive. One off speared. Lowry's got it. Throws to first for the out. Now they throw back to the plate, and the out at the plate. Wow. They get a double play to end the inning. Wow. A line drive, kind of a soft, sinking line drive. I thought for a minute that Jed might have taken that ball off his shoots off. It hit the dirt, and he short hopped it through to first for the out. That was the out on Vasquez. And then assuming that Bogarts maybe had to wait just momentarily, Ray, and finally came down the line to the plate, and the throw by Matt Olson was perfect, and a swipe tag by Murphy. And Bogarts is out at the plate, and that's how the bottom of the eighth inning comes to an end. And after eight complete, it's still four to one athletics. You know what I like about this series is that everybody in the Northeast is going to be watching this. So they're now all going to understand how good these A's are. 
because that's what that's what ends up happening in the Northeast. I mean, that's all you know. They care about the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Phillies. That's all they care about. So you got to go to Boston, beat Boston, and then everybody at like MLB Network and you know the the Washington Post, the New York Times. The Boston Globe, they'll all know, hey, this ace team's pretty good. That's how you get on you gotta get on their map. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Lead us off tonight here, Gene. Hey Tony. Wonderful game. Man, uh so being from Boston and uh you know, watching them when they especially when they're playing uh the Red Sox and Fenway just brings back a lot of a lot of memories. Uh and I remember <laughs> As a kid, uh, sneaking my transistor radio into bed with me uh, to listen to the A's against the then uh, Kansas City Athletics at that time, and sometimes not getting to sleep till midnight or one o'clock and being bleary-eyed the next day. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's great. Yeah, but um, anyway, I want to quickly c- uh, touch on a few few guys uh, tonight. First of all, uh, Caprillion. Thank, boy, that's uh, you know, hats off to that guy. Uh, it's taken him a while to get here. I guess he's 27 now, but, uh, he, he showed a lot of poise in that first inning. And then in the, uh, I guess it was the, was it the seventh inning, his last inning when he, uh, when he, you know, he had the men on base. The fifth just, inning. Just the fifth inning. He, he only went oh, five. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But fifth inning anyways, I mean, that's, that shows a lot of growth and a lot of toughness. So, uh, anyways, hats off to him. Secondly, uh, Elvis, you know, I said a few days ago, I was really hoping this guy was going to, you know, once he kind of uh, got rid of the rust, you know, because he was off for so long that he would start showing uh, what he could do. And, and he's showing at the last few games, he's, he's starting to look like, uh, you know, like the, the, the excellent all-around player that, that he used to be with Texas. And uh, finally, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Trevino, I, I don't know about Trevino. I mean, there's just just too much drama around that guy. I'm not sure I can handle that the rest of the season. But watching Birch Smith, you know, last year, a little bit of time he was with us, and then what he's shown us this year, uh, I mean, he's kind of reminding me a little bit of Liam Hendricks, you know. I mean, he's a kind of a late bloomer. He also was designated for assignment. Uh, but all of a sudden, you know, he just he looks really tough. So I'm wondering – you know, maybe if, uh, if Trevino can't get more consistent, uh, you know, and stop, you know, end a lot of the drama, maybe maybe Birch should, uh, you know, maybe able to take his place at some point. Anyways, that's those are my thoughts. Thank you, Gene. Hey, you're going to need them all. I mean, that's the that's the reality. You just can't pitch the same guys over and over and over again. You're going to need, you know, I, I know Lou can be scary at times, but you're you're going to need Lou. You're going to need Guerra. You're going to need all these guys. I mean, we still got a long way to go. But, yeah, Burt Smith being able to be a bridge guy to get you two innings, if he can stay healthy, that's huge. Man, this is huge. I mean, this team's won four of five, seven of ten, and their last 32, they're 23 and nine. They're on a terrific run. What a way to start the season. Let's go to Jennifer in Oakland. Jennifer, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hi, Tony. Um, I'm calling. Uh, it was a great game. I watched, you know, the whole thing. And but I wanted to talk about the ballpark. And 
I know you're sick of probably talking about this, but <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, but I, but there's some things that I, I need to get off my chest because I've been part of the CBA process. I um, live in Oakland. I'm a district three resident. Um, you know, I do everything an A's fan should do. I go to games. I buy flex tickets. I buy merch. I listen to A's cast all day, every day. Yes. <laughs> Um, but you know, I need, I need Dave Cavill and John Fisher and Manfred to, to, to hear this, you know, to me, these are, these are the things that I know being part of this process is that the EIR process is not complete. It's in draft form and public comments just ended and they have to respond to all those comments before it can be certified. And then another thing is, is that they're, they're, every project has to have a transportation management plan. That hasn't come out. I don't know if it's in the process or not. And then this, this the offer that they made for this, the community benefits agreement, in my opinion, I think it should be more. And it does, I, I mean, it's, it doesn't even, it's going to, just for the housing and the transportation needs alone, I feel like it's a starting point for negotiations, but from what I've, from what I've heard, they don't want to even negotiate with the CBA group, you know, like we need this in, we've re researched projects, you know, um, in other cities, stadiums that were built, all of these teams, they negotiated with the community in the city. So, what what is preventing we need to know why they're not negotiating you know and i just don't know why like this can't be like their best offer you know there needs to be some kind of open to negotiation and i just don't know why mlb and the a's are being so impatient right now i i listened to all of your interviews yesterday even the one with uh, bob nightingale like that one was a good one you know those those things that were said. I can I'm sure that those are the reasons why. But you know it's like we're canceling the game in the sixth inning. <laughs> you know, like I don't want all this work that we did to be in vain. You know, like I don't know. I'm just like really stressed out about it. Things are coming at you know coming out like left and right and. I'm just a bigger part, you know, like I probably not privy to everything that's going on. And, you know, I'm just like one cog in a wheel that has many parts going on. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. And I appreciate you taking my call and letting me do that. No. You don't have to respond to anything I said. But... No, no, no. I, yeah. Hey, you know more about it than I do. I, I mean, it's funny. People like... I'm a baseball guy. I'm not a build stadium guy, right? So it's like right, I, right. I take the calls, but it's like I, I know I use the same line where I go, it's above my pay grade. I mean, I'm not in yeah. meetings. I'm not, you know, no one's contacted me for my opinion, you know, so I don't really – I'm just hoping that at some point this all gets worked out. It gets worked out. We get yeah. shovels in the ground. And then – but you know what the reality is, and you know this – it's hard to build in California. 
it was hard. Oh, absolutely. For, it was hard for the Niners. It was hard for the Warriors. It was hard for the Giants. It was hard for the Sacramento Kings. It's been hard for the LA Rams. I mean, it's just it is what it That's is. That's why they need to trust the process. That's why they need to trust the process and let the process be completed. You know, like that. That's what I'm feeling right now. Like the let's trust the process. Let's complete the process. You know. Yeah, we. I mean, as I get I, trying to. I was going to say, I get trying to push city council. Like, absolutely. Like, they definitely need to be pushing. You got their attention. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? Hey, hey, you know, what my, you know what my late mother used to say? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yep. That's, and, yep. Perfectly said. And, 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 and you've got to fight. I mean, the bottom line, you got politicians, you got city council. Mm-hmm. I mean,. The A's, have, I mean, the A's have been fighting this battle for. I mean, we we had a, we had a guy on earlier today on A's Cast Live, Steve Kettleman, who he was he was the Chronicle beat writer. He's like, I was writing about this in 1997. So you know, at this yeah. point, the A's have to fight yeah. for everything. If they're gonna mm-hmm. if they're gonna if they're gonna make it happen here, they're gonna have you, you, you got to fight cities to make this happen. Well, and not just the A's, but the fans do. Like I'm in Facebook groups saying, come on, guys, what are you going to do about this? Are you going to keep complaining or are you going to do something? Like, we got to call city council, all of them, and be don't be rude because that's going to make them dig their heels in deeper. You know, there's, there's people, even on the, C, the CBA process, that are actively fighting against this project. Like, it's coming from all angles, you know, like – well, and, and, and I'm like one of the few people that are standing up for the A's. Well, it, 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 you, you know, you know the thing about when you when you're talking about you know rallying around people and trying to get your 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 local leaders to do something. I try and tell people this all the time. They're not going to care about a guy like me because I don't live in right. Oakland. I can't vote for them. It's got to be people in Oakland who are fighting for this because these politicians need to know that if they don't get it done, then you're not going to vote for them. I mean, that's what politicians care about in the end. They care about getting reelected. So if you're somebody, I was talking to a guy about this last night, I, 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 I go, hey, you're passionate. I get it. But the problem is you live in San Ramon. They don't care about you because you can't vote for them. Right. No, I'm trying to rally all of my friends in Oakland that are A's fans, or at least I'm I'm trying to get my Dodgers fan, my neighbor who's a Dodgers fan, to call in. <laughs> yeah, get everybody in there. I mean, everybody's got to do something. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, thank you for the phone call, and you can call anytime. Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks, Tommy. I was nervous, too. <laughs> uh, don't worry thank about you. it. You were great. You were great. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I've been through this process, and I've seen both. I've seen both. I've seen the Giants make it happen. I've seen the Niners, and now the Warriors, and I've also seen the Raiders leave town. So I've seen both sides of it. And we and everybody, you got to fight. I think everybody needs to fight, but especially the people in Oakland. They got their voices have to be heard. The politicians need to hear your voices to get this thing done and to get it across the line. 
and we've always said there, there's there's always going to be cities out there that will take your team. And that's, you know, I lived it with the Raiders. And I'm not as naive as I used to be. I used to think, ah, oh, there's no way they're leaving. Ah, they're not going to Vegas. Come on. This is just, you know, a, a shot across the bow to the city. No. They picked up and left. And I hated it. I mean, it cost, I mean, just to be honest, it cost me a lot of money. And uh, I'll never be that naive again. When someone says they could leave, you know what that means? It means they could leave. So that's why we got to get this thing done. And you got support. And there's always going to be room for negotiations. It's business. Right now, you know, maybe there'll be some standoffish on both sides. But in the end, you got to come closer to the middle to get a huge project like this done. All right, the number is 88. It's 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. DQ presents Picture this. Picture the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu with iconic flavors that taste like instant summer. You order the one and only drumstick blizzard with peanuts. Oh, wow. Crunchy waffle cone pieces, world-famous DQ soft serve, and blue sky bliss. Or maybe you get the brownie batter blizzard. Ooh-wee. Fudgy brownie goodness. You're feeling breezy and dreamy all over. Moments like these are why the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu exists. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ. Happy tastes good. Nya, nya, nya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Is lead 3-1, bottom of the fifth. And the runners will be going. They take off the three twos inside, low and inside. And did he go around yep, on it? Yep. And the throw to first, and the A's get a strikeout and a 2-3. The pitch was way away from the hitter, Devers. But I guess he went around. The ruling was that he went, and the A's get the strikeout and the throw by Murphy to first base on the bag to Olsen. And that's the way the bottom of the fifth inning comes to an end. What a story of perseverance for James Caprillion tonight. He leads 3-1 to one over the Red Sox after five. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Great win tonight over the Bo Sox. 4-1 to one, going for the three-game sweep tomorrow. Let's go to Wilder 
in Richmond. You're on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Thank you for everything you do for A's fans. Go A's. I think we're going all the way this year. This is another stadium call. I feel like the location is perfect. Everybody I talk to loves the transit corridor next to public transportation. Why not invest? Stay right there. Let's use the strengths of this area we live in, the Bay Area. Let's make it the greenest, most you know, advanced tech, you know, technology-wise advanced stadium that anybody's ever built. Let's make it a you know, a carbon-neutral footprint, all that stuff. Let's bring in Silicon Valley, get our sponsorship money, get these technology companies involved, and really set the standard. Make it a destination for you know, for this type of theme. I, I think it's a win-win, and we train the local community instead of concession jobs. You're actually training for technology and green economy jobs. So that's the idea. You know, I really would love to see it stay in Oakland. It kind of feels like they want to leave, but hey, go A's. Let's keep it in Oakland. Let's keep it right where we're at. Let's just invest in that place and make it the best. Are, are you? Oh yeah, wait, 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 you you want Howard Terminal, or is he gone? I don't get what does he want Howard Terminal? Does he want to stay right where the A's are? I'm just telling you that's not an option. The fact you just I'm just we can't go down this road again, okay? We can't go down the road of the Coliseum site. How many teams do you have to lose before you realize they don't want to be there? You're you've lost two. You don't want to lose a third. And when they're telling you, when Major League Baseball, forget the A's, when Major League Baseball tells you the site doesn't work, you got to listen. Folks, nobody out there, and I hear this all the time, and it's just like, you know, the definition of insanity, keep trying to do the same thing over and over and over again. So if you keep trying to force these teams to stay at the Coliseum site, look what happens. And let me tell you something. As someone who's traveled the country and gone to all kinds of baseball stadiums, all kinds of football stadiums, no one wants to build in a location like this. Nobody. I'm telling you, no one wants to invest all that money to plop a, to, to plop a stadium in the middle of a parking lot. It's got no sizzle. That's why... People want to be downtown or they want to be on the waterfront. I mean, look at all these other ballparks. Look where they are. They're not sticking them in in a part of town where, I mean, come on. This thing's been open since 1966. There's been no building. There's no shops. There's no retail. there's There's no restaurants. There's been talk, but no one's ever built anything. And the infrastructure that... That would you really need to have? Who I mean, I just and, and once again, this has nothing to do with me, my opinion. I'm not building a ballpark. I don't know how to build a ballpark. All right, I'm just saying. No one wants to build at that site. Now the A's later on want to build office buildings and do that kind of stuff. But when it comes to a ballpark, people want to be downtown. It's very rare, like in Kansas City, you have their two parks that are out in the middle of nowhere. It's rare. People want to be where the action is. 
And I keep hearing this all the time. Oh, it's so centrally located. It's It's like, that's not what brings people in. I mean, look across the bay what they got. Do you think if they put that out, you know, built where a candlestick is and build a ballpark, that would it, it would be the same success as that ballpark is now? It's on the water with beautiful views. That's why Pac Bell to SBC to AT&T to Oracle Park, that's why it's successful. Not because it's out in the middle of nowhere, because it's on the water, and that's where people want to be. So stop pushing the Coliseum site. I mean, I don't want to see Oakland lose three teams because that was just the only plan. Sorry. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Hey y'all, this is Jenna Paulette, singer-songwriter and modern cowgirl, and I'm back on air with Boot Barn. Boy, you make me want you to throw this thing in park, get your hands off the wheel, slide off the soul bench seat, but ten into a mind, hug me like a tight turn, kiss me like a slow stop, but don't stop. Learn more about the movement and listen to my music at bootbarn.com slash backonair. During these difficult times, PG&E wants you to know about our care program, which can help customers facing economic hardship reduce energy bills. To find out about care and other programs to lower bills, visit pge.com care. Unlock offers and receive exclusive in-game features by downloading the MLB Ballpark app for iPhone and Android today. Plus, get the latest information on game times, schedules, and more. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in you're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Now the 2-2 pitch here. It is swung on and missed a high fastball. And the A's have won it. And there's the first major league win and so well earned for all he's been through. James Caprillion, what a job tonight. And Diekman gets the save. The A's have taken the first two games of the series. And the final tonight is A's four and the Red Sox one. 
All righty. Let's go out to Roger in Berkeley. Roger, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Wonderful. One, two in a row in Boston. Going for the sweep tomorrow. Are you kidding me? I uh, know. I wanted to call you on a day after we lost. I don't want to be a fair weather fan only calling when we win. I usually call you at the end of the season, right when we're going to playoffs and we're all getting hyped on a wild card game that we usually lose. So, but, but we keep winning, Chris. So I, I'm, I mean, let's ride the wave. Yeah. yeah ride the wave, baby. I mean, it's, uh, this is an interesting road trip and I, I like the fact that, you know, going to be done with Tampa. Don't have to go back to Tampa. Don't have to go back to Boston after this. I mean, you're kind of getting rid of – you're kind of – you're going through these, you know, what are known as tough road trips. Uh, you know, you split in Tampa. You've won the series now in Boston. So, all good stuff. No, definitely, Chris. I mean, it's a 162-game season, so it's it's strap your strap your seatbelt, and it's going to be a long ride. So, um, but – Chris, that was a, that's a short conversation about the uh, Coliseum site. It's untenable. That's why MLB came out, and that's everybody already knew. We've known that for a long time. The Warriors told you that when they went to Chase Center, and you see their franchise value just past the L.A. Lakers for number two. So, I mean, just do the math. These people do studies, and they they know what they're talking about. Yeah, you built the BART tram and all the – for us, you know, locals, I'm born in Oakland, I'm, I'm from Berkeley. For us, it's great. You know, it's like a $2 BART ride for me. It's perfect. It's right down the street, blah, 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 this and that. But, you you know, like, I was even thinking about the Fremont site, Chris. I'm glad we're not in some field in the middle of nowhere on 680 in Fremont. You know, we want to be next to the downtowns, like you said, the population centers. Imagine we were competing with AT&T or whatever, Oracle Park. And we were in the middle of Fremont right now. We have a, the second-rate ball, the ball team in the market, and we're out in the middle of nowhere in Fremont. You know, and they're right there by the water. So I mean, you, we got to get our stuff together, Chris. I mean, you like you said, other cities are lining up. It's way easier to get a, a 800 million or 600 million in in Portland right now than it is in Oakland. It's just a fact. If you gave a team to Portland or Nashville or Vegas, they their politicians can sell it. We getting it we're getting our first MLB team. Oh look at it. Look what it'll do for Tennessee. Look what it'll do for Oregon. It's the whole state coming together. That's why that ballpark in the middle of nowhere in Arrowhead at Kansas City works. Out here, Chris, we've talked about a million times, you got all kinds of stuff to do. You have ten teams in the market. You got all people go to the beat you can't have you have to be competitive you have to put a team out that we've had the product but we haven't had the ballpark we haven't had the the merchandise that we haven't had the stadium revenue deal you know we haven't had any revenue coming in like the big guys that's why i brought up the the forbes and the warriors deal it's it's an entire we're, just, we're seeing it's an entire franchise billion dollar franchise's value so the way the giants are running it you know they haven't won anything in a while and they still they're getting a huge oracle deal for their for their ballpark. So I'm gonna let other people get in here, Chris. I I, I love to hear your conversation. And um, yeah, I mean it, we're gonna keep going around in circles on this until you know the Oakland politicians and Alameda County. You know that was a joint partnership. I wanna I wanna hear like more on that. And if, if Oakland can't do this by itself, we know that the, the city can't do it. Um, they're asking for 900 million. Like you said, I think they need to. 
meet halfway. You know, maybe they can get four hundred million for infrastructure, something. It's going to improve the city too. It's not just for the A's. So um, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks, Chris. No, thank you. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. You want sexy. See, it, it's not your it's not your money. So you're like, just build it at the Coliseum. No, no one wants to build it a place like that. It's not sexy. I don't care if a place is hard to get. You know, you know, you know where it's hard to get. Fenway Park. And guess what? They pack the house every night. It's sexy. It's Fenway. It's it's like a museum. You think it's easy to get from Manhattan to the Bronx? You think it's easy to get in the Bronx? I don't want to hear how oh, it's so much, you know, it, it, it's the central location. That means nothing. You think AT&T Park is easy to get to? And you think this new arena is easy to get to? Uh-uh. That doesn't matter. People want to go to cool places. Like when I was in Minnesota. The ballpark's downtown. You had people walking from restaurants and all over. Uh, I went to a Twins-Royals game, and everybody was walking. It was downtown. The ballpark, Target Field's awesome. Have you ever been to Petco down the gas lamp? They didn't put Petco in the middle of nowhere. That's why they got they got out of Jack Murphy Stadium. It was built just like the Coliseum, the Padres. It was just a big stadium in a parking lot. Boring. People want places to go. And if you think you're, you're going to build a stadium at the Coliseum site and next thing you know, steakhouses are opening up, bars are opening up, that's not happening. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Except the people who still want the stadium to be there. It's not an option. It's just not an option. And it's always been a fallback option, right? That's always been the, well, why are they doing it here? Why don't they do it at the Coliseum? Well, why are they trying to do it here now? Why, why not the Coliseum? Finally, baseball stepped up and told you that's not an option. So if your only answer is the Coliseum site, you're going to lose your team. And I don't think this was a threat that – I don't think baseball threatens people – unless they're prepared to, to, to a- actually have action. Because remember, these are the same people that forced the A's to stay. I want you to think about that. The A's wanted to move out of Oakland and Major League Baseball. Bud Selig and Rob Manfred said, no, you make it work in Oakland. Well, these same people who forced the A's to stay – are now telling you they're going to allow the A's to leave if you don't get something done. That should scare everybody. It sure scares me. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Well, we're all so happy for James Caprelli and what he did tonight. Here he is with Vince Catronio. James Caprelli. Five innings as a starter and a victory at Fenway Park. And Cap, you with us? What got you through that first inning? Bases loaded, nobody out, and you could have been out of there in two thirds of an inning or less. I think uh, 
think just trying to minimize and, 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 you know, keeping things small and turning those negatives into positives. <clears throat> that's the name of the game in those situations. And, you know, I put myself in a couple of bad situations and uncharacteristically walked a couple guys and um, left a couple balls middle, middle. And, um, but I think the competitor in me really came out and, um, you know, I take pride in being able to, to minimize and keep those, keep the damage small. And uh, as long as we're able to do that, I think this team especially has a chance to win. How important was the slider and how important was uh, Shaw Murphy behind the plate for you tonight? The slider was good. I mean, my fastball command was struggling early and the slider was, was keeping me in and keeping me in counts. Murph did an unbelievable job. He had a plan um, all night with every single batter and it was pretty easy for me. I don't think I shook once. I just, you know, followed his lead and, and, uh, and he led the way and, and he did an unbelievable job both behind the dish and at the plate. And, um, you know, he made it easy for me. It's been said many times that for a pitcher, the first inning is a challenge and you had that and you survived. Right. The fifth inning is a challenge. And if you're fortunate enough, sometimes for guys, the ninth inning is a challenge. You've got the lead in the fifth inning and suddenly you have an opportunity to, to make a big play for yourself with a double play that you kind of spiked the second base, throw to center yeah. field. What, what got you back? What got you back into it? Elvis said your eyes got dark. And to him, that was a good sign that you were ready to compete. Yeah, I, it's uh, that play can't happen. I mean, I pride myself on uh, PFPs and being able to turn that double play, and 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 I made a mistake there. And <clears throat> but at the same time, it's just the competitor in me, and the uh, killer instinct almost just came out. I think, and um, I knew, you know, I'd screwed up there, and and uh, I had to wear that. But I think. I think just being the competitor I am, taking pride in and and keeping it small. Um, you know, we were when we had uh, talked about when JD Martinez was up, keeping the damage you know minimal. And to me, there that sounds like oh, like a one would be okay. I'm thinking let's not even let this guy score. Let's not let let's not let anything happen here. Um, yeah, I guess I guess my eyes probably got a little dark and uh, just when when attack mode. We saw on television the Caprillion clan and company, and they were very active, as they should be. It's a moment you can't forget and don't want to forget. What was that like, having that energy that you could feed off of? It's just special. It's special to have those guys here tonight, my dad especially. And it's been a long journey. And, um, you know, it's good to know that I have so many people in my corner who, who you know, really want me to succeed. And it just makes it extremely special. I mean, there's not much else to say. It's I just, it's nights like tonight that I realize so many people are pulling for me back home and in my community. And um, it's just, it's nice to have so many people in my corner and uh, want me to su succeed. And I feel proud to uh, have, oh, yeah. you know, been able to get a win tonight for the team. And um, I feel prideful for the people who support me as well. And like, I'm not letting them down, you know? So um, it feels really special. I know you got to go quickly. You said you looked to a certain spot on the, the stands for your yeah. mom. She yeah. taught you not to fail. What did that mean tonight? Oh, uh, man. She also taught me it's okay to fail, but how to respond to failure. And um, I think that's what we did tonight. I think that was kind of how you could describe that outing. I faced some adversity um, early on. I faced some adversity late in the game. And Man, I just, this team pulls together so well. And uh, 
all, all I had to do was my job and everyone else was doing theirs. And I knew if I were able to get us out of that and, and, and make a couple important pitches, the team would do the rest. And that's exactly what happened. The night is yours. Go celebrate, Cap. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. James Caprilia joining us. Chris, now back to you. Yeah, that's awesome. And seeing his dad, that's so special. Let's go to Robert in San Leandro. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Chris. Uh, bear with me. I have some thoughts on the stadium. Uh, I have to phrase it a certain way. So my family's lived in Oakland for over 60 years. I want to make a couple points clear because they're weighing on my head. The earlier caller, that lady was talking about, you know, the A's need to negotiate this, negotiate that. I want to be clear about something. One topic that keeps getting brought up that frustrates me is like the endless equity talk, the endless, oh, what's going to happen to this group or that group? My family were some of the first Mexicans to move into their neighborhood over in the East Bay or in East Oakland. And so as a person of color, I'm telling you, if you are an Oakland fan, you're an Oakland resident, and you are going to these meetings and you want to talk, as a person of color, I cannot tell you how tired I am of the endless back and forth about issues of equity. I'm not expecting the Oakland A's to show up and teach my black and brown neighbors how to code. I expect there to be fairness. I expect there to not be blatant issues against groups like ours. But I'm also not looking at the stadium deal as this panacea for every problem. Every group needs to be happy. It's like you're never going to solve everything through a stadium deal. I mean, we have Oakland representatives right now who are talking about, for example, the infrastructure money that needs to be spent. Now, is that a lot of money? Sure. But I'm also looking and thinking, you know, you guys have wasted money in this city for so long. Oakland residents, not Tanner, who moved in from Wyoming downtown, or Styler with his tech job who's living downtown. I'm talking real Oakland residents. We have sat for decades and continue to watch idiotic decisions made by the people who run the city. I mean, at this moment, you have issues all over the town where, like, the mayor is saying, let's throw homeless people in the sheds that should be housing gardening equipment and pretend we've done something. Oh, let's say we need that money. The school needs this much money. The school that how many times have we had to deal with money being embezzled? So it's just endlessly excuse, excuse, excuse. And now in the particular climate we're living in, you throw in the extra caveat of let's make it about equity. Let's make it about this. And the people who talk about it, it's like, do you live in Oakland? Do you know anything about Oakland? Have you ever actually been a fan of the team? As an A's fan, I've spent my whole life listening to the games. Now, you know what you hear every year if you're an A's fan listening on the radio? Another X amount of thousands of dollars have been made because the A's hit some homers in this game. And now this company is going to donate to an Oakland charitable foundation. Like that money exists. The A's do things. They're part of the community, the youth camps, all these different things. But then you get Karen from in the hills who shows up, probably doesn't even go to games, and then goes to a city council meeting to say, well, we've got to think about equity. We've got to. It's like, look, lady, I'm the sacred brown cow that you're here to save. I don't need you to save me. I want you to save my ball team. I want the A's here. So, but yet we get the Fortunato Bass people, the Rebecca, Rebecca Kaplan's, Noel Gaios, all these city council members who are just completely out of touch. They want to politicize the issue. They want to turn it into this sob fest. And it's like, look, we've got one major league 
team left. You've got the A's. You lost the Warriors. They didn't want to stay in Oakland. They wanted to go to San Francisco. That sucks. It makes me angry. The Raiders left. You sat there and blatantly said, well, if we got to choose between the A's and the Raiders, we're going to choose the A's. Libby Schaaf, our mayor, tells a major sports team that and expects things to work out well. Now, I'm not saying all these teams are blameless. I don't even think the A's are blameless. The rooted in Oakland slogan only came up after trying to exit Oakland repeatedly until finally there was no choice but to say, well, you know what? Let's make it work here. And for the past few years, that's what the A's have been doing. They went to Sacramento. They passed legislation, all this effort. And the city council is sitting there clueless, acting like, oh, now's a good time to talk. Good time to talk. It's been almost half a decade. Where have you been? Oh, that's right, throwing homeless people in the sheds. Like, it's ridiculous. And I just, again, if you want to show up, Oakland Nation, anybody listening, you want to go to a meeting, again, I'm the brown person. I don't want to hear about equity. I don't want to hear about, well, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. You've got tech workers moving in like mad. So much money generated just from housing sales. And we're going to pretend that if we invest some infrastructure money into building this stadium on the waterfront, that somehow it's going to result in a mass genocide of everyone who's brown, that all money will be gone? Come on. It's outrageous. Great call. Thank you very much, and call again. That was a great call. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 go time, folks. It is go time. And no, you know, you know what I always like to say in business? I like to say failure is not an option. Well, you've had failure twice. Warriors gone, Raiders gone. Don't fail a third time. Get this thing done. Let's get some shovels in the ground. That's what we all want. Coming up next, Bob Melvin, after his ball club takes down the Red Sox 4-1, to you're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. All right, is that a Q2 or a Q3 expense? Dwayne's CPA went MIA. To keep his books and his sanity, he needs to find a replacement ASAP. Hey, Johnny, have you ever heard of a fungible good? Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. 
Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap Stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Do you know where you can find all your favorite Skechers shoes plus amazing styles you probably never even knew existed? Skechers.com. Because at Skechers.com, we have miles and miles of styles of the most comfortable shoes on the planet. We have boys and girls shoes that sparkle and light up. We have retro chic looks like Skechers Delight, so you can rock your best street style. Skechers.com has work shoes, slip-ons, sports shoes, casual shoes, canvas shoes, even bobs by Skechers that help save the lives of pets. We have performance shoes like Go Walk, Go Run, Go Golf, and You by Skechers. No matter how you like to be active, Skechers.com has you covered. The styles are endless. And on Skechers.com, you can find all the fits you need. Relaxed fit, wide fit, stretch fit, seamless fit, flex fit, and many more. We're the fit specialists. Plus, you can find so many shoes with Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam. Skechers is world famous for comfort, and once you try some on, you'll understand why. So find all the styles, all the fits, and all the comfort for your whole family. Only at Skechers.com. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Outfield plays the other way. Renfro at the plate. Right-handed hitter. And the 2-2 delivery, swung on a miss on a fastball down and away. All things considered, yeah. it wasn't too bad. The Red Sox get one, they leave three. And after one, it's one nothing Boston. This is A's Clubhouse. Yeah, that was a little uh, shaky early. But give Caprellian a lot of, lot of love. Because, you know, your first start, Fenway Park, bases loaded. Ah! 
It's like a fire's going on in your head. And he settled down five innings, one run, struck out six. Good for him. Hey, I just want to say about that last caller, I I, I appreciate the passion. Because let me tell you something. I remember all the people who came at me and came at other people when the Raiders were talking about leaving and everybody said we were all just a bunch of rumor mongers. They're not leaving. They're not leaving. They're not leaving. You're an idiot. You're, I mean, the stuff that people say to you on Twitter, it's, it's, it's gross. And they were all wrong. They were all wrong. And they didn't believe us when we said it could happen. And like I said earlier, I wanted to believe that it wouldn't happen. But it did. And not enough people were passionate and angry like the last caller was. I mean, the Warriors got up with their tax dollars and went to San Francisco. Where, where were people going crazy? Raiders moved to Vegas. Where were – I mean, I, I remember working the games and Raider fans were, were, were angry about them leaving, booed them off the field in that last loss against the Jaguars. But, you know, why isn't there a 100,000 people angry out, out at City Hall? Where's the fight for these teams? Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Jesse, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony, um, you know who Vincent Bonsignor is? Yeah. Really good reporter for the – covers the Raiders for the Las Vegas Journal Review. Yeah, he uh, – Covered he, the he, NFL at large in L.A. Yeah, he used to be the – he basically long, – he was like an NFL L.A. writer, and then now he's taking the gig in Vegas. But, yeah, but he's uh, – he broke a lot of he, he broke a lot of stories about the Rams. He broke a lot of stories about the Rams. He broke a lot of stories about the Chargers. He broke a lot of stories about the Raiders moving. And just for fun, I went last night and looked because he was a big don't don't uh, underestimate how fast Las Vegas could happen. Don't underestimate how fast the Raiders could move to Vegas guy in early 2016. When that first, when the news first dropped, and I went back and I started looking at those tweets last night, and I mean, he was constantly battling with Raider fans who didn't want to believe that that could happen, and he was telling them, "This can happen." Mark Davis is meeting with Sheldon Adelson. Watch how fast this happens, and they didn't want to. And you can you can go back and look at his tweets, and you could look at all these just you know, Dr. Death and all these different Raider fans just being like, no, that's not going to happen. And it was sobering to read that last night, but there was one thing that I saw when I was going through those tweets because I have no life and, you know, why not? I'm going through those old tweets. And on January 30th, 2016, this is about a week before Sheldon Adelson and Mark Davis met for the first time in Las Vegas. Back when Vinny Bonsignor was still suggesting the Raiders could possibly go to San Diego because they lost out on L.A. And he tweeted out that an NFL source told him that Oakland politicians were being were gloating and sticking their chest out after the Raiders lost out on L.A. And they, they were threatening to raise the Raiders lease at that time. They were they were being cocky and arrogant. They thought 
the Raiders had no option. So it wasn't just Dr. Death and all these other Raider fans who thought Vegas couldn't happen. The city of Oakland thought Vegas couldn't happen, and they were acting like it. And I trust Vincent Bonsignor if he tweeted that because he is a very accurate reporter. So I think Las Vegas and the Raiders humbled Oakland City politicians. Because look at what the A's did yesterday. They basically threatened to move out of the city, just like the Raiders did. And within basically a few hours, you got the city council president saying, our top priority is to get you know, this onto the vote, get this to a vote by July, which is what the A's want. And then you got the mayor of Oakland saying the same thing today on every interview she did on every news station. So it basically so far has worked. They're going to get the vote in July. The city council president has said she wants to get the vote in July. The mayor has said she wants to get the vote in July. They're going to get the vote in July. And that's all I want, a yes or a no. Yes means we can relax. No means, well, at least we got resolution. They're probably going to leave, and it's all over. You know, resolution is all I want, and that's what they're going to get. Yeah, you know what's different now is Major League Baseball being, you know, Madison – Madison Avenue, right? The, the offices of Major League Baseball, they're now talking about it. And that's why I, I, I just warn everybody, you know, the guys that were making you stay here are now making the threat that you possibly could leave. And you're dead on. It, Jesse, you're dead on. Everybody fought you. Everybody thought you were a troll. Everybody, and that's what they kept saying. And you were right, too. Then the city realized, well, at the time, you know, they knew San Antonio wouldn't work. They knew San Diego wouldn't work. They knew that the the Raiders had lost out to the Chargers and the Spanos family and that the city of Oakland, that Raiders didn't have any other options. And then what happened? as you just mentioned. So people need to re- History repeats itself. That's why I keep trying to tell, Jesse, I keep trying to tell people, if you're going to keep trying to push people to build at the Coliseum site, they're going to leave. And that's happened with the Warriors and the Raiders. Why would you want to make that same mistake a third time? Well, you know, the one thing I'll say is that at least the A's and the owner, uh, the commissioner are on the same page. If You know, up until a, about two years ago, the commissioner was still saying, we think that the Coliseum site is a viable site for, for Major League Baseball. You can go find the quotes. There, as recently as two years ago, he was still saying that. So the commissioner up until very recently was still saying the Coliseum site, is a, he believes the Coliseum site is a viable site. Now, clearly the A's have asked him to stop saying that. Um, and I will say this. I remember Lou Wolf on your show in 2011 swearing that there was no plan B to San Jose. And then two years later, trying to buy the Coliseum property uh, after he told you that there was no plan B, which was a fat lie. Okay. Sometimes what you have to do to really get people to move is threaten them. And sometimes those threats can be empty. I'm not saying this is an empty threat, but. The commissioner was saying as recently as a couple of years ago that the Coliseum site was viable. And I'm not certain, I'm not 100% certain that the A's aren't just playing hardball right now. But I will just say that, you know, at least we're going to get a vote in July. At least, the, at least this is all about to be over. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about it. Thank you, Jesse. Good. Hey, you you, you want anything about the game today? 
Honestly, I didn't even watch it, but, you know, I just wanted to talk about this ballpark thing. Okay, no problem. Thank you, Jesse. Take care. Yeah, it's going to come to a head. And whatever anyone said two years ago, four years ago, the reality is the building was built in 1966. You you, You can't keep putting this off. You can't keep playing here. The stadium is old. It's run down. I mean, don't you want something brand new and shiny and sexy and awesome? Don't you want that? I got to think, you do understand how everybody else lives. I mean, everywhere you go, everybody's got a new stadium. And the only people who don't have a new stadium are people who play in basically a landmark deal, like like Fenway and and and, and Dodger Stadium and uh, Wrigley Field. But everybody else has new digs. You deserve new digs. You, the fans of the A's, deserve new digs. I don't know if Bleacher Dave deserves them. Where have you been hiding? <laughs> you know, just way you you, you, you got to know how to make an entrance. You got to come late with bells on, right? <laughs> uh, you got your you got your apartment. You got your new house in Vegas scoped out, Chris. Because that's where the A's are going. You know uh, that, right? Uh, I got I, I got my house in San Jose, and uh, I'm not giving it up. You're not giving it up. Mm. You're not. Uh, going to vote for an IFD either, are you down there in San Jose? Hey, look, so here's the deal. Everybody, I, th- I think everybody's lying, either consciously or, you know, because everybody wants what they want, and they're trying to persuade the public, right? And so, you know, you can't take anybody at face value because they're all shading the truth. You got the uh, AstroTurf East Oakland Stadium Alliance, which is a front for corporate, maritime oligarchy, you know, they just don't want the A's over there for, you know, for reasons. Um, you've got the A's who just put forth a proposal they know is unworkable. I mean, they, they have two infrastructure financing districts. One, the one in Howard Terminal, they could actually make happen because they're the people who would have to approve for it because it's their tax money. The other one that goes from about Webster Street to Mandela, wh- Huh? What incentive do those people how, – how do they claim, like, their property taxes? If you're a developer who's got a development going up over there, don't you want to have an IFD funding your affordable housing project? Or do you want to have the A's take credit for your money? And so I, I think, you know, unless the A's have went out and polled everybody, they don't have the power to make what they propose actually happen. And so here's my gut, is I saw something today that they've been talking to Vegas for, for two years. I think they know that their deal with Vegas is far enough down the road that, uh, that they are ready to split and that they put out a proposal that they know will be rejected by the public. And so one of the things that's, been, that's interested me along the way, and, and I said this to Dave Cowbell over a year ago, is where's your PR firm? Where are you guys out here in the streets uh, carrying, you know, explaining your side of the story. 
because right now at a grassroots level, uh, I mean, I see the EOSA people at every community meeting in West Oakland with their proposal and their presentation, which slants things the way that they want to do. And there is nobody that the A's have engaged. There's no PR firm, you know, that's out there stating the A's point of view. And so when it comes down to it, I hear a lot of people in East Oakland and West Oakland uh, carrying this false and distorted message because nobody else is explaining uh, the you know no one's even the other side of the story. I won't even say true. No one's even the other side of the story. And so you know that lack of community engagement at a grassroots level. You know they did it for a while. You know they came out to meetings while they were trying to build this community engagement process around the CBA. And yes, Mr. Brown, do and I don't want to be disrespectful about you know about addressing you. I hear your point, uh, but you know equity is important. And while, you know, the, we weren't tasked with solving all of these problems, we do have to be intentional about the way that development impacts uh, these historically redlined and segregated neighborhoods like West and East Oakland. Hey, and for me... that reason, that six four hundred and fifty potential million in twenty benefits that Galvo Calvo's put out there is very attractive to me. And so Stadium, I don't care where you build a stadium, frankly, in Oakland. I want to see those community benefits. And personally, I think there's a win-win if the A's come to Howard Terminal and then another group uh, gets the Coliseum site and both of those sites get redeveloped and both of these communities are able to get community community benefits from these two developments. I just really don't like uh, this, this east versus west divide that's kind of going on. Let me let me let me ask you as a guy that I've known for a long time, uh, you're, you know, Warrior season ticket holder, all the A's games that you go to. How bad do you think? Because, you know, we we watch the Warriors get up and leave. We watch the Raiders get up and leave. Most towns, people would have been flipping their you know what and and been all over City Hall. How bad do you think not the people around Oakland? because I know where a lot of the season ticket holders are, but just the citizens of Oakland, how much do they value that they have one team left and they need to save this team? How much do you think they – because I know you're talking to people all the time. Yeah, so it's, it's complicated. Let me, let me segue into two other things. Look, Nevada was willing to give Mark Davis $750 million free dollars. I don't think that Oakland was never going to do that. And then Oakland should never have done that. We're still trying to pay off the bonds on Mount David. You know, there was not going to be $750 million here. And so I don't care. There's, there's nobody was going to scream at the city to give that much money away. And the Warriors, they were going to leave. They're going to San Francisco. That's not a fault or loss of, of anybody in Oakland. When Lakeup bought the team, he said he was moving to San Francisco. He bought the team with the intent to move. There was nothing nobody else could have done. Now, what happens here? Here's, here's the insidiousness of it. There's been so much displacement in Oakland. There's so many people who didn't grow up going to A's games with their parents and grandparents like I did, you know, with their friends catching the bus out there. You know, as, as you know, people who grew up here, the A's are a part of Oakland, a part of town culture. 
You know, wearing that Oakland jersey across the country, representing this underdog of a town across the bay from the shiny glitz in San Francisco, matters to us. We took in, we take incredible pride in the green and gold, and formerly in the silver and black and, and the blue and yellow, right? Probably less than the blue and yellow, but they had a phenomenal um, following. And so I think people who are of this culture, who are about, you know, with this overused phrase about town business, who take pride in the name Oakland, who believe and understand that this gutty little group of dudes wearing green and gold who always seem to overachieve, you know, while they're under-resourced, we love them and treasure them because in certain ways they represent and reflect how we see ourselves, a town of overachieving, uh, uh, you know, underdogs. Well, you know, if you moved here three years ago, you, you don't really care. You know, there's a lot of people who are new around here who, you know, they don't, they don't care. They don't have no deep, you know, tie to that identity of being born and raised in this culture and in this town. And so I, I hear plenty of people who go, yeah, I don't care. It's just not matter to them. And so that lack of, to me, that the one of the biggest, is follow-on issues from all the people who have all this displacement, the people who have gone and been replaced by newer, and for a great part, wealthier people, they just don't, you know, they just, they just don't care. It's just they're, they'd rather go to a beer garden and do something else than hang out at the world's greatest dive bar. And so I think that's part of the problem that, that um, why you don't hear people going crazy. Because, you know, 15 years ago, or so when they first were talking about moving the A's. And let's not forget that um, Uncle Lou said Howard Terminals was unworkable back in the day. Uh, people were going nuts if the A's even mentioned, you know, that they wanted to leave. And you remember all the angst in that, right? You remember how intense, how intense that was. Nowadays, I just see lots of people, and frankly, lots of people who have been in Oakland for decades, kind of just really are saying, so what? And I think a lot of that has to go back to the fact for the last two years, the East Oakland Stadium Alliance, to, let's be clear, Schnitzer Steel, who just got fined $4 million for polluting, toxic pollutants in West Oakland, and then said, we don't think our toxic waste, toxic dust harms people. They're funding that thing. They've got a San Francisco-based, PR firm, Bird Davis, are writing their press releases and sending it around to activists and organizers and other political people in Oakland. And they're, you know, people are carrying their talking points. And the, and the A's don't have that. You know, they've got folks like me who are divided, who look at the A's proposal and go, yeah, I would like to see $450 million in CUNY benefits uh, because I believe that property taxes from developers it shouldn't all go to the county. I think that some of those property, the new property taxes, should stay in the communities where the property is being built for amenities and benefits in those communities. And unless and until we are able to get things built, we don't get that. 100% of nothing is still nothing. You know, I'd rather take, you know, a third, a eighth, a quarter, a half of, of something than nothing. But this is fundamentally a problem. The Clippers punch, punch, ponied up $100 million 
to the city of Inglewood on a million on a billion dollar stadium and they're paying their property taxes. Well, you know, the A's are not sitting or not you know, in their last in their term seat. They made no commitment out of Fisher's pocket towards community benefits agreement. All they said was that they would pay their property taxes. And as much as I love the A's and a rabbit long lifelong fan, after participating on that CBA, community benefits agreement steering committee for the last couple of years, the way that A's handled the rollout of this term sheet, the slap in my face and that of everybody else who worked on this for the last couple of years. And so, you know, I, you can't, it can't be uh, keep the A's at all costs. You know, it has to be a deal that works out for the A's, for the port, for the, the city, and for as far as much as I'm concerned, most of all, for this community. It's got to be win, 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 win. Uh, and when the A's come up with a you know, proposal like this, um, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just hits wrong. And I say that with the belief that that, that, and I mean, that that's an opening offer uh, and that they have something realistic that's workable. Uh, because we know that out of that first $50 million in community benefits, it's only allowed to be spent on capital projects. Services and the ongoing operations, by law, cannot be funded by that. The A's know that. So why would you make a proposal that's the only way that funds that? You know, they got an arts district in that thing. So I don't want to bore people and get too much, you know, in the details, but I would just say this to everybody. This is enormously complex. The Bay Conservation and Development Commission uh, would have to rule that that Howard Terminal and, and take it out of maritime use. They're not scheduled to even have a subcommittee meeting to address that until Q1 of 2022. Yeah, so you're you know what? It's complicated. It really, really is complicated. But you got to have answers because as the Raiders in Vegas showed us, they can make it really not complicated. Even when Sheldon Adelson left the project, it still went down. So other cities can make it less complicated. That's why you got to make it happen because other people will tell you, hey, it's it's a lot easier to do it our way. And Vegas. Hey, no free money in Oakland. Hey. Uh, Vegas is a guy giving A's a free stadium. Like I said, Chris, when I started, get your house in Vegas because they go. <laughs> hey, don't be. Hey, just, just don't go show up every once in a while. Wave on high. The Beat great that Red Sox booty, baby. That was a beautiful <laughs> thing, Mr. Caprillion. Let's get him one more time and climb up the power rankings. They forgot, forgot who he is. This is a, this is a, we underdogs. We like to win. Thanks, buddy. Bleacher Dave. See, I like passion. I like fight. That's what has to. That's what has to happen to get something done. I never saw that with the Raiders. I didn't see that. The Raiders just sat back and went, well, we're not going to talk to Oakland, and uh, here comes Vegas. See you later. The BBD, the bigger, better deal. I actually, you know what, I'll bring this up. I had a conversation today with a fellow media member when talking about looking at from a football standpoint. I don't think you can't tell me that 
the Niners and the Raiders both benefited from the Raiders leaving and moving to Vegas and becoming a one-team market. I, I, I don't think anybody could argue from a business. You can have your fandom, but as a business standpoint, look how much more the Raiders are worth. They vaulted up up the Forbes list with a new stadium and a new market, their own market. They've never had their own market. They always had to share. They had to share with the Niners. Then they had to share with the Rams. Now they don't have to share. There's a reason why there's not a lot of two-team markets, because it makes it a lot tougher. But I think both the Niners and the Raiders have benefited from not being in the same town. I don't think anybody really could debate you on that. I know the Niners. I know the people. I know that the Niners are happy that the Raiders are gone, and I know the Raiders are happy to be gone. I mean, wait, wait, wait till we really start to see this new stadium, the Death Star, down in Vegas. I've seen it from the outside, and I've seen the pictures on the inside, but it's not until you actually get in it. it but everybody says it's incredible. It, it, it's incredible. And like what Bleacher Dave just said, that, you know, certain towns are going to make it a lot easier and a lot, a lot less heartache. Well, where, where, where do you do? Where, how do you handle your business? You want the heartache? You cannot tell me. And I'm, I have people coming after Dave Cavill. I'm like, do you realize how hard this man has worked to to get us this far? He's already gotten one building built down in San Jose. PayPal Stadium used to be a via for the earthquakes. And now he's got he's gotten the A's as far as they possibly ha- have ever gone for a new stadium. That's on the sweat and the back of Dave Cavill. Now I I I, I can't say this enough. You know, a lot of this I I I'll be honest with you. It's it, it's so above me that my my job is to cover the team. My job is to cover on the field in between the lines. But obviously, I'm the one guy you can call and you can talk to, and I totally understand that. But I'm not. I don't know how to build a building in California. I don't know how to get it done. I mean, it is true. It's a way above my pay grade. <laughs> That's not. I get paid to talk to you. I'm not going to Sacramento. I'm not going to City Hall. I'm not talking to City I'm not talking to the county. I'm not. I, that's not what I do. So it's not easy. And the best way to put it is it's complicated. What's not complicated is that your ball club's good. They've won four of five, seven of ten, and their last 32 games, they're 23 and nine. Here is the skipper, Bob Melvin. Hey, Bob. Um what can you just say, obviously, about James's outing and especially to get through that first inning and to finish off like that? Yeah, I mean, complete turnaround. You know, you know, there are probably going to be some nerves. <clears throat> and it looked like, you know, maybe a little bit there early on, but to end up giving us five innings, I think his pitch count was as high as maybe 75, 80 in his, his last outing. So give us 95 pitches in five innings and just the one run. I mean, 
tough one to predict after the first inning. So you got to give them a lot of credit for, you know, finding it in what can be a difficult environment. And uh, after a rough first inning for, you know, for an outing like that, pretty impressive. It seemed like he was throwing a lot of sliders. Um, was that a pitch that you saw working for him tonight? Change-ups too. I think change-up might end, you know, be in a, a little bit more of a pitch that he leans on, but using his off-speed enough, you just can't get predictable with these guys and you're butt behind the count and start pumping fastballs in there. So, um, you know, I'm sure Murph helped him out as long along those lines too. Let's go to Manolo. Yeah. Hello, Bob. Hey, uh, could you talk a bit, a little bit about Sean Murphy and that play, blocking the plate and then tagging a the runner there? It could have been a huge inning for the Sox. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know now all of a sudden you got you got second and third and you know base hit the other way or you know Jed makes a good play to go over and get it and then play at the plate. I mean talk about a complete flip of the of the momentum at that point. So yeah, I mean you know as far as Murph goes. You're just digging for the ball and trying to get there and get it as quickly as you can. Probably the time's not even sure, um, but he's big body to get around. So it ended up being a huge play. Yeah, and that uh, last hitter faced by uh, James there in the fifth inning, probably that was the last hitter, you believe, if he didn't probably, get him up? I believe, yeah, it was his last hitter. So I was thinking, you better get this guy out or you're going to come out in four and two thirds. So threw a change up on the last pitch, ended up getting a, a swing and miss. But uh, yeah, that was going to be it for him. And were you able to listen to his dad yelling to him all the time from where you were? I, I no, I, I can't hear a whole lot. I mean, it's, it, it was, this is probably as loud as we've seen it. Felt like there were a lot of people here today, even more so than last night. Let's go to Vince Catronio. Bob, what about that fifth inning for James? You just get the lead. It's a qualifying inning for guys that he's on the verge right. and he kind of kicked it away a little bit. What impressed you about the way he came back and reeled it in and, and got through it? Came back and reeled it in. I mean, it, you know, that's, that's a difficult inning for a young pitcher in, in his, you know, his first, was his first start? In his first big league start, you know, in this type of ballpark, you get a lead. Now you got to go back out there. Not only do you have to, to, to hold the lead, you know, you have to qualify for a win by getting through that inning. So it was a lot of work for him, but he got through it. And he'll be better for it. Let's go to Jerry McDonald. You've been getting a lot of good work from your bullpen, but to have Burke Smith come in there after there had been some high traffic in or that high traffic inning in the fifth and come in and just six up, six down, pretty much a momentum changer for you guys or a momentum continuer? This was big for us to get him back. You know, we were down some guys in the bullpen, and certainly Birch was a guy that that we really felt like in that particular role, like today, when a starter doesn't go too deep, that he can give you two innings. And, you know, he's done it a couple times already now for us. So it was, it's been big to get him back and he's been up for the task. Let's finish up with Simone McCarthy. Um, yes. Hi. The guy you look to use in the ninth now, or has it just been more of a matchup situation these past two games? More matchup. I was going to use, uh, you know, yesterday was Petit and Deekman. Today was going to be uh, Lou and Deekman, just depending on the matchups. And, you know, middle of the orders, righties were up in the eighth, and that's where we gave it to Lou. So it'll still go either way. You know, a, a note for tomorrow, and I'm really excited. We, all, we will have James Caprellian on A's Cast Live tomorrow. And we're going to be on at 2 o'clock. We have a killer show. We're going to have Peter Gammons, the Hall of Fame writer, we're going to have the GM, David Forst. 
who I got a bunch of questions for him because we didn't get to talk to him last week. And then James Caprellian, who got his first big league win. You know, he's a great example, just like Chris Bassett, of Tommy John surgery is not easy. And for some reason, everybody wanted to make it seem like it was. And they're totally wrong. Once you get cut on, you never know. You just never know. I remember when we started having a ton of Tommy Johns and everybody was like, oh, you're getting a new arm. No, no, no. Surgery doesn't work that way. It doesn't. And you've had these guys, and we talked to former A. Kendall Graveman about it. And he talked a lot to Chris Bassett about it. Some of these guys in 12 months, they're not ready to go. Jared Parker. I mean, think, I mean, you just a whole list of guys. It ends your career or it derails your career for years. What it did for Bassett, what it's done for Comprellian. And we'll talk to him about it tomorrow. A.J. Puck right now. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you could hurt your shoulder. and then, I mean, it's just, it's just a, a, a rash of injuries. But I, I think we now know when we're smarter that Tommy John surgery isn't a, hey, go under the knife and a year later you're back on the mound. Maybe. And it's probably better to wait 14 months versus 12. But I'm just really happy for this kid, the fact that, you know, you're number one pick out of UCLA. You go to the Yankees. You're thinking about having this great career. And then, as Ken talked about, his mother passing away from breast cancer and the injuries to finally get on the mound and win a big league game. I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. Now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Your A's are going for the three-game sweep of the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park. A guy that the A's know, Garrett Richards, will be on the mound for the Bo Sox. He's 2-2 two and two with a 4.54 ERA up against Sean Manaya, who's 3-1 and one with a 3.07 ERA. And ever since that opening start against the Astros, Sean Manaya has been on point. Cannot wait. 410 first pitch, A's total access at 310, and A's cast live, that's our weekly talk show, Monday through Friday, will be on at 2 o'clock. A's with the win, 4-1. to one. They've won four of their last five, going for the sweep tomorrow. We'll see everybody on A's cast at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply requires Xfinity TV service with X1. 
To Kaiser Permanente's more than 63,000 nurses, you helped carry us through the unprecedented challenges of this past year. Your leaders and advocates for our patients' health, your scientists and educators leading the way in innovation to provide quality health care for our members. Your dedication every day helps make Kaiser Permanente the health care provider it is today. We honor you this Nurses Month and always thank you. Kaiser Permanente. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. A fondue set. Ugh, now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. Haha, <laughs> that's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Visit OmahaSteaks.com and enter keyword rare in the search bar to order the mouth-watering Let's Go Grill package today. The Let's Go Grill package includes four butcher-cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, one pound of chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, plus 12 ultra-juicy Omaha Steaks burgers free and $20 off your first order. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, use the code rare in the search bar, and for a limited time, get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers and $20 off at checkout on your first order. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Lariano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.